0: Episode 89, Late Night Internet Marketing. This week on the Late Night Internet Marketing podcast, we talk about the lessons that I learned from a listener who reached out to me and what you might take away from those lessons for your business. We also take a look at some sharing problems on Facebook and their recent trends for video usage. And we talk about how that might Affect your affiliate marketing strategy. All this and more on the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. The Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. You've been working for somebody else. But you want a business to run yourself. You want to know how to start and where to be. Late at night. At the end of the day, your dreams burn inside signs. So keep it up and you will find that you build in your business one night at a time. And now, broadcasting late at night from a little studio in the big state of Texas. Your host, your Mark host. Mason. Hey there, hi there, ho oh there. It's Mark Mason from Late Night Internet Marketing. How are you doing? I am absolutely fantastic, but don't worry, I'm getting better. It's been a while since you've heard from me, and I wish I could tell you that it's because I've been off working on this amazingly massive internet marketing project where I consciously decided to put the podcast on hold. That's not exactly true. I have been working on a lot of stuff. I've also been doing some stuff that, you know... Doesn't Count, like reading Game of Thrones. That's an awesome book, by the way. I know the HBO thing is really great, and I've been watching that too, but the Game of Thrones books are totally fantastic, so highly recommended. And this week on the podcast, I want to talk to you about a couple of things. First thing is the old adage that I've covered so many times that the only way to really, really fail in a business that you start online, to really fail is to quit. Case in point, the late night internet marketing podcast. Because, you know, well, if you quit, you're done. But if you wait six months and then publish another episode, you're right back at it. And the fact of the matter is, once again, I've got a commitment to drive this thing forward, and that's what I plan to do. Now, really, if I'm completely honest with you, I probably would have put this off for another couple of weeks, maybe until the first of the year. But I got this letter, an actual physical letter. So it turns out that before the internet, people used to communicate with trees. And what they do is they would cut the trees down and mash them up and make this stuff called paper. And then they would write on the paper and they would send messages to each other that way. I know it's totally crazy. Very, very hard to believe. And when these things were delivered, For a while, they came by Carrier Pigeon, but eventually there there were these things called mailboxes, and in your mailbox, you can get one of these. And if you're lucky like me, you might actually get a physical letter from a listener. So I got a letter from Dave Osment in Georgia. Now, Dave has listened to all the episodes. He found me through Pat, as many of you have, and uh, he wrote and said some really nice things, almost a two-page letter. In fact, I didn't even get it for the first couple of weeks because I was in uh, Tokyo with my day job doing some cool stuff over there, eating a tremendous amount of raw fish and other uh, delectable delights, um, including octopus suckers and a lot of other stuff. I'll put a couple of pictures in the show notes at LateNightInternetMarketing.com forward slash zero eight nine. And you can see if you zoom in on one of the pictures, particularly you can see the octopus tentacle suckers. That I was eating over in Japan. That's a whole nother podcast, the Octopus Podcast. I'll have to think about that. But Dave wrote me this really nice letter. And, you know, the first thing he tells me is how much he enjoys the show, how he's listened to every episode, how he found me through Pat. Um, a couple of the lines that he likes. One of the things that he picks up that I say all the time is, if you'll work on your business a little bit each day, over time you'll really like the results. I really, really do believe that, but for me, it's kind of a physician, heal thyself. I've told you this, guys, I've told you this before, that you should do what I say, not necessarily what I do, because even I get off track. You know, I've been doing this on and off since 2007, podcasting since 2009, and sometimes I get off track. Probably you do, too. Maybe you're off track right now. So today's the day. Get back on track tonight when you get home, when you get out of your car. Do a little something. Maybe you haven't done anything for a couple of weeks, but listen to podcast. Take a little action today. And Dave says, you know, speaking of overwhelm, how do I manage to get it all done? Well, Dave, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I do do a lot of stuff. We've talked about all of it. I travel. I have a day job. I have four kids. They're awesome, by the way. And in fact, tonight, just tonight, just an hour ago, it's 11 o'clock at night here in Texas. An hour ago, I was out on the baseball fields with my nine-year-old son, almost nine. He'll be nine in January, uh, playing uh, kid-pitch baseball. They're in the tournament, and uh, we won on a walk-off double. A kid who, you know, he doesn't have the highest batting average on the team is up, but we got two outs in the bottom of the last inning with a runner in scoring position. And this kid, who doesn't always hit the ball, but boy, he hit it tonight, with two strikes slaps the ball out into center field scoring the winning run with a walk-off double totally awesome kids go crazy bench empties you know kids on the other team a couple of them I saw they had tears in their eyes because they had lost coaches on the other team were upset because they you know there were some bad calls we didn't have the we don't get the world's best officiating crews in 9-year-old baseball I know that surprises you but that's what I was doing And, you know, Dave wants to know, how do I do it all? And the question, the answer is I don't, I mean, obviously I don't, right? Because this podcast, uh, it hadn't been around for the last six months. And for that, I apologize. I do have this dream of helping so many people with this podcast be so successful that I can actually do this full time. I do have that dream. I don't know when that will be. As I've said many times, I, I love my day job. But in order to get there, I've got to be more consistent with this content. And in order for you to get where you want to be, you've got to be more consistent with what you're doing. So I get this letter from Dave and he says, you know, I want to thank you for all this stuff. Uh, some other advice that I, that I gave out on the, on the podcast months or years ago about how to get really cool animated videos on Fiverr. Talks about Zig Ziglar quotes and helping other people getting what you want by helping other people get what they want. It's just a really nice letter, and he says, but hey, I'm writing to ask you a favor. <laughs> Let's have another podcast episode. And so, Dave, thank you, man. That was just the motivation that I needed. Awesome, awesome stuff. Now, Dave, he's got a lot of stuff going on. He's got affiliate sites that are actually making him money, and if Dave can make money and these other people can make money with affiliate marketing, you can do it too, and, I mean, Dave's not uh, making $170 billion a year and retired on a beach in Jamaica, but he's making a profit with his sights. And um, he's also got a podcast that's a passion of his, which really gave me a little pause. He's got a podcast about Alabama football. Oh, man. That's tough for me because, you know... um, I'm a Texas Aggie, and we just joined the SEC, and Alabama just smacked us badly. I mean, really badly. I mean, like, ugliness on national television. And I tell you my analysis, as big an Aggie fan as I am, and as much as I think the Texas Aggies are awesome, they're, you know, if I had to, I've said this many times, if I had to go to college a thousand times, I would go again, over and over again, I would go to Texas A&M University all 1,000 times no interest to go anywhere else, but when it comes to football, man, when you're facing a traditional powerhouse football team, an SEC team like Alabama, and they decide just to jam the ball down your throat, nothing fancy, just power football straight ahead, and you can't stop them, that makes for a really, really long afternoon, so my Aggies will be fine, but I have a tremendous amount of respect for um, Alabama football um, and for Dave for reaching out. Now, what can we learn from Dave? So, you know, all of that's about me. What does Dave have to say that you need to recognize is really about you? First of all, Dave hits this point. If you do a little bit of stuff every day, just a little, not a lot, just a little, Skip that episode of NCIS. I've, I have been watching NCIS, by the way. I really like that show, as you guys know. If you do that over and over again, most days of the week, after a year, you'll really like the results. That's the one thing that Dave calls out. The second thing that he calls out that I think is maybe more important is, you know, reaching out to people, That that is a good thing to do, right? Dave sends me this letter blind, In an envelope. I don't even get it for three weeks. Um, He even enclosed a little gift inside. Thank you very much, Dave. That was very kind. What a great guy. And uh, totally unnecessary, not needed, but boy, it really made my day. I mean, this letter made my day. So, you know, a little piece of Dave, I don't know, maybe it took him an hour to pull all this together, look up the address. I mean, I'm not going to forget that. And I think there's a lesson in there about how to treat people, and uh, how to treat your customers. If you're trying to start a business online, that's also how you should treat your customers. I mean, I think that's how you should approach life. So kudos to you, Dave. I think, you know, that's the best kind of example. Um, Really, he just writes to appreciate his gratitude, to express his appreciation and gratitude. And, you know, how much better would the world be if we were all like that? If we were all looking around for ways to help people, to encourage people, to be a bright spot in people's lives, whether that's your customers, the people that are following you, your children, your neighbors, the people at work that you meet, the people that work for you. I mean, what a great example, Dave. Thank you very much for that. So if you want to be more like Dave, you want to hook up with him, Go check him out over at bamahammer.com. He's got a partnership with those guys over there. He's running the podcast. It's the Alabama football podcast over there. Really cool. Nice podcast. Give it a listen. Even if you're not crazy about SEC football like I am, uh, you know, give Dave a shout out. Tell him you heard him on the late night internet marketing podcast, and uh, I think he'll like that. All right, so this next segment is something that occurred to me at 37,000 feet over the ocean when I was on my way to um, the United States back from Asia, internet marketing fortune cookie. Now, (laughs) I know that sounds crazy, but hear me out here. So my contention is that one of the key ways to stay kind of, Focused on your business to keep moving forward, to keep the momentum going, to accomplish this doing a little bit every day is to keep your business top of mind. Now, there's lots of ways you can do this. You can listen to podcasts like Late Night Internet Marketing and other great business podcasts like the Smart Passive Income podcast, John Lee Dumas' Entrepreneur on Fire. By the way, I, Mark Mason, will be on Entrepreneur on Fire on December 30th of this year. Be sure and listen then. And I have an interview with John coming up here in the next couple of weeks. But I was thinking, you know, there's this old saying that uh, everything is marketing and marketing is everything. And it occurred to me that every fortune cookie can teach you a lesson about your business. (laughs) And to prove this, I've been collecting up fortune cookies and usually I don't get those overseas, I only get them in the United States, so I don't know what's up with that, but um, I've been collecting up fortune cookies, and uh, I have been kind of saving them up for this episode, this weekly episode, and my intention for this episode is to use this as a way to work in some motivational content, because I think one of the hardest things about internet business, especially if it's a side gig for you, certainly this is true for me is you know staying motivated keeping after it doing it in and out and every day and so sneaking in a little motivational content i think is good so my first segment of late night internet marketing fortune cookie direct from the orient it's time for the internet marketing fortune cookie all right this week's fortune cookie and this is a real fortune cookie says, it could be better, but it's good enough. It could be better, but it's good enough. And, you know, this jumped out at me as something really, really important for uh, internet business for solopreneurs, something that I've known for a long time, something that was taught to me by Jason Van Orden and Jeremy Franzen over at Internet Business Mastery way back in 2007. And that is that sometimes you just got to pull the trigger. You got to ship the minimum viable product. You can't wait for perfection. So if you are someone who is sitting there worried that the website that you're about to launch is just not quite good enough, that the article that you're about to write needs a couple more days of editing, that the product that you're about to launch isn't good enough because you're just paralyzed, worried about whether or not it's good enough because you know it could be better. According to this fortune cookie, it's good enough. You should go ahead and pull the trigger. Launch the minimum viable product. I'm not saying you should ship garbage, but ship whatever's good enough and let's get it out there. And chances are it's probably already good enough and you should just ship it. That doesn't mean you can't work on it afterwards. Make it better. Edit the post live. Put out another episode that's even better if it's a podcast. Deliver additional value to your customers after the sale if it's a product. But go ahead and ship it. Quit using perfection as an excuse to delay the work on your business. That's something you can do right now today, a change you can make. Be more aggressive. Get it out there. People will give you feedback. They're going to give you feedback anyway. Be responsive to the feedback, but don't wait. If the product or podcast episode or blog post or tweet or Facebook post is on your hard drive or in your head, it's not helping anybody, especially not you and your business. So my fortune cookie, it could be better, but it's good enough. That's a pretty wise fortune cookie. And I like this one as the first episode of the late night internet marketing fortune cookie. This week in the world of internet marketing Marketing news. So in the news today, uh, I like to, I like to stay abreast of internet marketing news. I encourage you to do the same. You know, we, we talk a lot about affiliate marketing. Some of you are doing some affiliate marketing with another kind of business. Some of you are trying to establish a brand online. Probably all of you are using or considering using Facebook. I, I think, Facebook continues to amaze me. Uh, I think they're at 1.5 billion users. And there have been some studies recently about, you know, what's going on with Facebook? Are they uh, are they maxed out? And I think one of the interesting things that's going on is there are some people, particularly there was a, an article in the Wall Street Journal uh, where the Global Web Index study was reported, this was just this week, that... In the third quarter, um, sort of a third of Facebook users updated their status at some time. And that's down from what is typically half, usually half of the people in any given quarter make at least one status update, or at least that's how I understand the study. And that that trend is down. And, you know, you wonder, um, everybody has always wondered, will Facebook go the way of the dodo bird? like uh, Myspace did? Will it disappear? Will it become less relevant? There are a lot of people in the industry that Facebook drives them crazy and they're sick of it. Leo Laporte is one of my favorite uh, sort of anti-Facebook people out there who complains about the way Facebook is. He also complains about Twitter. He's got some interesting opinions on all of that. But uh, yeah, so it looks like that trend is there. Nothing to go do there. I think the more interesting data that also came out this week was from another article where uh, Facebook was reporting 8 billion video views a day. So that is a lot of video views a day. And those 8 billion video views are coming from 500 million people. So, you know, you hear a lot of arguments about this. So it's it's basically, they've got 1.5 billion users. About a third of them are viewing these videos. Those videos are getting viewed 500 million times. And, of course, the thing you always hear is that a lot of those views are overcounted. Because the way Facebook counts video views is if you just scroll them in your feed and they're viewed a little bit, um, that gets counted. Now, my friends and I have all tested this. We numbers aside, I don't know if their if five they're 500 million views are really the equivalent of 200 million YouTube views, like maybe maybe the marketing value of 200 YouTube views because someone is actually hitting a play button is equivalent to 500 million Facebook views because someone is not actually hitting a play button. And maybe there's some equivalence there, but who cares? Holy cow. It's a ton of video views. And I know that a lot of uh, my friends are having a lot of success viewing with their videos being shown on Facebook. They're getting engagement. They're getting uh, comments on the videos. So if you're in a niche where uh, you are using video and you're typically posting to YouTube, of course you want to be sure that you're also posting the same video to Facebook and linking back to your website generally is what I recommend. You know, it depends on exactly what you're doing, but a lot of times it's really good for the call to action from the video to have something to do with getting back to the website where you can capture the lead. Give it a try. If you're not doing it right now, you can get some really interesting results. and Specifically, regarding what Dave Osment mentioned earlier, when I was talking about the fact that you can get some really cool videos made on Fiverr for not much money, really eye-catching animated videos, those tend to work really well on Facebook. So think about it. Think about it as a Facebook user. What kind of animated video would catch your eye and cause you to pause long enough to possibly click over to a website to, to read an article and then maybe uh, get a user to leave their contact information so you could capture the lead? That's a really important idea, that idea of putting yourself in the, in the spot of the Facebook user, and when it costs only 5 or $10 to throw together a Fiverr video and post it on Facebook and maybe spend another 10 or $20 promoting it if you want to, to test something out, that can be a really kind of effective way. So I encourage you to do that. Post a video to Facebook and YouTube this week, promote both of them, and see which one gets the most views. And let me know. Leave me a comment in the comments at latenightinternetmarketing.com forward slash 089 or reach out to me on Twitter at Mason World. And let me know what happens with your experiment. I'm very curious. Uh, my results show that I'm getting a lot more views um, in my Facebook feed than I am in, in YouTube. So I think you'll find the same thing. Now, how those views convert, that's going to depend on exactly what you're trying to do with the videos. But do the experiment. Do that little something this week. Just post a video. Maybe it's just an iPhone video. Let me know what you think. Okay, that's going to do it for this week. I've got a lot more stuff planned for coming weeks. I'm trying to be more planful about what the episodes are going to be four or five episodes in advance. I'm trying to make sure that uh, my number one priority for internet marketing is to get this podcast out every week. Let's see how I do. If you think that's a great idea and you want to help me, give me a shout out at Mason World on Twitter. Let me know you're listening, that you're uh, liking it, that you want more episodes, and I'll be cranking them out. Um, those uh, those tweets really help. It doesn't have to be a two-page letter like Dave sent me. Just the tweets themselves help, and uh, they're very much appreciated. I look forward to hearing from you, and until next time, peace out. You can do it right late at night you've been listening to the late night internet marketing podcast be sure to visit latenightpodcast.com today to leave feedback for mark download special bonus content access the show notes and more see you there until then until then go and make some great progress on your internet business one night at a time one night at a time Holy mackerel, what a baseball game. I You can probably tell my voice is a little hoarse. I coach, uh, you know, as I said, a, a U9. So all the kids have to be under the age of nine at the beginning of the season. By now, at the end of the fall season, some of the kids have had their ninth birthday. We've got a good little team put together. We had our ace pitcher on the mound tonight. Um, he threw, and, and in this little league, uh, kind of... Uh, age group you can only throw for two innings he threw two great innings we had our number two pitcher come in and you know we played a really tight game but boy the 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 top of the last inning we were the home team we were seated higher than this other team in the tournament it got away from us they scored five runs on us to take the lead and we thought we were done for and one of the great things was trying to explain to these nine-year-olds hey you're not done yet don't quit the game is not over. Keep pushing. Good things can happen. And I think about that and I'm like, hey, sounds like internet business. Don't quit yet. If you can hear me <laughs> and you're listening to this and you haven't started, don't fail to start. Don't give up on starting. If you've started but you're not making good progress and you're discouraged, that's okay. Don't quit. Keep pushing. It's the people that don't quit that are eventually successful. I've said this many times. Pat Flynn almost quit the Smart Passive Income blog. You don't believe me? Ask Pat. He was like, nobody's reading this. This was before anybody was reading it. He's like, nobody's reading this. I think I might give up. And he almost quit publishing the Smart Passive Income blog, the blog that's generating for him Tens of thousands of dollars a month in income. He almost gave it up. So don't be that guy. Don't do that. Don't quit. And if you're lucky and you work hard, like my nine-year-old baseball team, you might hit a walk-off double in the bottom of the last inning to win the game. Peace out. it's Mark again. I wanted to tell you one more time about this absolutely free resource that I have for helping people who are trying to get the big picture for internet marketing actually get started and understand what all their choices are. If that's not you, there's no more content. You can skip to the end. But if you're someone who came to this podcast because you're searching for how to get started online and you just can't cut through all the noise, I get it. That was me. In 2007, when I was trying to get started, there were so many people throwing offers at me that I really couldn't even understand what all the different business models were. I couldn't understand how money moved around on the internet, and I couldn't really get a grip on what direction I wanted to go in so I could figure out how to move forward. I've created a free video resource for you just for that purpose at latenightim.com forward slash Explain. In several short videos, I just explained to you what internet marketing is all about and what online business is all about and the different options that you have for starting an online business. There's nothing to buy there. You just sign up for access and you get the videos just like that. So if that's interesting to you, or if you know someone who's in a same situation, send them that link, latenightim.com forward slash explain. And let me know what you think. I'd love to hear what people are thinking that are in the exact same position that I was in more than a decade ago in 2007. In some ways, it seems like yesterday. And in some ways, it seems like an entire lifetime ago. Again, that's com forward slash explain. Late night internet, my.